The strongest man in the Bible had to learn the reality of his own weakness and the true source of strength. Today, we learn spiritual truths from the life of Samson. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we journey through the Word of God. As I began to record this final episode in our study in the life of Samson, the Lord brought to my mind a great old hymn of the faith, one that is not known by many people, but it's powerful. It simply says, Simply trusting every day, trusting through a stormy way, even when my faith is small, trusting Jesus, that is all, trusting as the moments fly, trusting as the days go by, trusting Him whate'er befall, Trusting Jesus, that is all. Sometimes in life, all you can do is just trust Jesus. It's abandon yourself to God, leave yourself in God's hands. And in the end, that's what Samson had to do. This man who's known as the strong man of the Bible, the strongest man in history, was brought to the end of himself to a place of great human weakness. And it was at that moment that he finally discovered the secret of true strength is in God and God alone. It was at the end of his story that he exchanged his weakness for God's strength. I wonder when I will learn that, when you will learn that, when we'll come to the place like the Apostle Paul where we say, out of weakness made strong. When we'll come to the place where we say uh, that his strength is made perfect in our weakness. Would you come to that place today? We've learned that the secret of Samson's strength was really his faith in God in Judges 14, we learn that God will give you strength in every battle. In Judges 15, we learn that God will give you supply for every need. But now we come to the end of the story, and at the end of the story we learn this, that God will also give you a second chance after failure. Aren't you glad that we serve the God of new beginnings, a God of second chances? Now listen to the words in Judges chapter 16, beginning in verse number 28. And Samson called unto the Lord, and said, O Lord God, remember me, I pray thee, and strengthen me, I pray thee, only this once, O God, that I may be at once avenged of the Philistines for my two eyes. And Samson took hold of the two middle pillars upon which the house stood, and on which it was borne up, of the one with his right hand, and of the other with his left. And Samson said, Let me die with the Philistines. And he bowed himself with all his might, and the house fell upon the lords, and upon all the people that were therein. So the dead which he slew at his death were more than they which he slew in his life. Then his brethren and all the house of his father came down and took him and brought him up and buried him between Zorah and Eshtal in the burying place of Manoah his father. And he judged Israel twenty years. At the end of it all, Samson exercised faith that God, who had given him grace and mercy and strength in the past, would be willing to do it again. Might I submit to you today that the strongest thing in Samson's life was God's mercy. The strongest thing in your life is not your talent, not your giftedness, not your intellect, not your ability, not your bank account. The strongest thing in your life is the mercy of our great God. I don't know about you, but even in this terrible failure, in this tragic end, and it's a reminder that there are consequences to sin, that though a man may be forgiven and the Lord may give a second chance, that there still are consequences and things 
that must be dealt with. In Samson's case, it would cost him his life at the very end. He, he sinned to a point where his life was no longer what it should have been. And it was better for him to be taken out of this world. And sometimes that happens. But even in the end of the story in Judges chapter 16, what I see is light shining through the darkness. I see hope in the midst of this tragedy. Every time that Samson turned to the Lord, God answered him. Now, you may have failed, but you can be forgiven. You can get past your past. Some people live all of their life with some terrible X on their conscience, some great blot on their mind and heart. They think they can never get over that. You see, it's the devil that loves for people to live under that burden. He is the accuser of the brethren. The tempter becomes the accuser. He'll lead you down a path, and as soon as you listen to him, he'll turn around and take that failure and beat you over the head with it. He'll use it like a club, but God doesn't do that. No, God cast our sins in the sea of his forgetfulness. And my grandpa used to say he puts up a no fishing sign. He means by that he's not going to bring it up again. He doesn't want you to bring it up again. There is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. I really believe that's why the last mention of Samson in all of Scripture is not in Judges. No, God in His grace and mercy mentions him in the book of Hebrews, in Hebrews chapter number 11, in the hall of faith, in this list of people who wrought great victories. So let's return there and finish our time in Samson's life where God leaves us in the story. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 32. And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah, of David also and Samuel and of the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong. Now there are many things there are many things in this list that could apply to Samson. For example, he did subdue kingdoms. Uh, the Philistines were subdued under him. Uh, he did wrought righteousness. God used him to accomplish things for his kingdom's sake. He did obtain promises. Uh, he did stop the mouth of a lion. Do you remember that? That young lion that roared against him. He did quench the violence of fire. He did escape the edge of the sword. But I think if there's any phrase that applies to Samson, it would be this one. Out of weakness were made strong. He learned to exchange his weakness for God's strength. The end of that list says, waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. The strength he had came from God alone, and the victory that he won came through faith alone. I repeat something I said to you early on in our study, and it is this, every victory in life can be traced to faith. This is the victory that overcome of the world, even our faith. So I want to ask you today, what do you need to trust God with? What's the negative thing that you need to trust God with? You need to give it to God, leave it with the Lord today. Or what is the thing you need to trust God for? That's the positive, the thing that needs to be done, the step that needs to be taken. Whatever it is you need to trust God with, whatever it is you need to trust God for, trust Him today. God will give you strength in every battle. God will give you supply for every need and praise His holy name. God will give you a second chance even after failure. I'm visiting now the cemetery where Samson's body is laid. I'm visiting the place where they buried him. What would you put on his marker? What would you put on his epitaph? Oh, there are many things I would put there. Uh, taken down by Delilah. Uh, the man who, who traded uh, his 
his great life for failure, uh, the man who let his hair be cut. What would you put on the marker? I'll tell you what God puts on the marker. He was a man of faith. He puts him on the list with Gideon and Barak and Jephthah and David and Samuel and the prophets. Why? Because of faith in God. If you walk through a cemetery in Cairo, Egypt today, you'll find there a little grave marker. It is the marker of Borden of Yale, William Borden, who died when he was 25, early in life, really in the prime of life. And yet he died in the will of God, having exercised faith in the Lord. And on that marker are these words, Apart from faith in Christ, there is no explanation for such a life. I want to say to you, apart from faith in Christ, there is no explanation for Samson. And apart from faith in Christ, there's no explanation for any victory in my life or your life. Friend, have faith in God. Come full circle back to where you started. Trust that the Lord is enough. His Spirit will enable you. And His strength can be yours in the midst of your weakness. Because this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Samson is a reminder to us all that our strength is in God alone. Thank you for joining us today. Visit scottpauley.org for additional resources and an archive of all of the Enjoying the Journey episodes. We look forward to studying God's Word with you again soon.